Welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It's episode 252. And today we are going to be talking about two alien like kind of movies from the 80s and 90s that visit Earth. Uh, I guess they're aliens. One of them, at least. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Bug like creature aliens. I don't fucking know. So we're going to be talking about Deep Space from 1988 and... The Borrower from 1991. That's right. So buckle the fuck up and get ready because this week has been absolute shit. Shittiest week ever. Holy fuck. So just a heads up for you guys because of the things... I I know it's like I hate telling you guys this shit because this is not why you come here. You know what I mean? I don't want to tell you bad shit that's going on, but... Unfortunately, we've had some some family members that have been sick and they've been in the hospital. They've been kicked out of the hospital because there's no room and been back into the hospital because there is. Because they're dying. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's really fucking it's really a frustrating time right now, guys. Uh, I won't get into the to the other stuff because everybody thinks it's political now. I'm not going to get into that. But let's just say it does affect other people. Yeah. Okay, And we're seeing that literally in, our, in my family. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Christina and I are going to take off next week. She barely made it made it week. to do this episode, which I was not going to pressure her to do. I was going to do it myself, but she's a fucking trooper and she's probably stronger than I am. <laughs> yeah, because these movies, okay, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, I know. It's like not uh. really worth the time, but, <laughs> but but we do it because of you guys. So I hope you guys understand. But next week, we're going to be taking off. And getting ready. Yeah, because uh, Voidtober is happening and we have a lot planned for it. And, you know, even that's up in the air at this point in time right now because of all the medical bullshit that we're dealing with. But we want to be as best prepared for it as possible. And I have so much I got to do that... All of this bullshit has just cut into, and I want to be able to celebrate this Halloween with you guys. It is what it is. We do the best that we can. Voidtober is coming out. We've got shirts. We've got like three or four different fucking designs now. Some that are from secretawesomeheadquarters.com design that uh, was designed by Zach and Alan's work and their animations. Actually, Zach does a lot of the animations and uh, they put together these really cool like cartoon things and they made this really awesome design, which I can't wait to show you guys. I tried my hand at a design which looks really metal. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's a bunch of different stuff we're going to do. And then we're going to be doing all kinds of 
of movies that we will give you a trailer that shows you exactly what movies we're going to be watching. Uh, I have watch parties planned for every Wednesday, every other Wednesday. So we'll do like two watch parties. I also have spoken to some YouTubers that I like to uh, sit down and talk with and we chat like behind the scenes um, that we're going to be having on for like a Friday, you know, just to talk about horror and Halloween and, you know, just have fun with you guys. So I think I will be streaming that on YouTube. So um, we usually do it on uh, Twitch, but I don't know. I might have to figure it out. Maybe we'll just do it for Twitch and then I don't know because everything's on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I don't know how else I'm going to do it. I could just record on my end Mm -hmm. and deal with it that way. But yeah, it should be a good time. Plus, I'm going to be doing some YouTube videos. There are a lot of movies in October that are coming out that I'm going to be reviewing anyway. But if I have some spare time, I'm going to do some fun ones that I want to pick out and, and just talk about. So be on the lookout for that on youtube as well but yeah we're Mm -hmm. packed to the gills with good and bad Mm -hmm. so um but we you know this is the kind of stuff that keeps me focused keeps me from going crazy yep christina understands very well about that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah anyway so moving on christina are you ready we're gonna just jump right into it. jump right into it guys we are a little ill-prepared for this week's episode because i just like christina came home and within 20 minutes we're like let's fucking just do it so no horror shot yeah we don't have a horror shot um we don't have you know we're not gonna be great on all the trivia and stuff but we're gonna do our best today to give you some entertainment we need the entertainment we need to laugh Mm -hmm. so we're gonna do it right now so buckle the fuck up and let's jump in to our flesh and potatoes of Deep Space from 1988 and The Borrower from Alright guys, so Christina did the work on this. We actually got some of the work done beforehand. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, this is a Deep Space from 1988. Mm-hmm. A spaceship with a hideous monster with an incredible appetite for flesh mm-hmm. crashes to Earth. Unsuspectingly, policeman Ian... <laughs> a policeman? Sorry. Unexpectedly, policemen are investigating the wreckage. They discover several small pods, which they remove. Tagline, they created a monster over lunch. Now it's back for dinner. That makes no goddamn sense. I kind of like that one, though. It's so stupid. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of it kind of brings it back at the end. And they're, and they're ready for dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's ready for dinner. <laughs> All right. This is written and directed by Fred Olin Ray. He has 161 directing credits. Yeah, he's That's done a lot. lot. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot more horror stuff back in the day. If you look at his catalog, it's a lot of sex, uh, like sex, uh, like Cinemaxy kind of stuff. Like uh, Scream Queen Hot Tub Party. Yeah. Which is, uh, he, I mean, to each their own. I mean, whatever. Right. He also did like Alienator, Inferno, Biohazard, um, Scalps, Atta- Attack of the 50 Foot Centerfold. Mystery at Makeover Mountain, and currently, well, like the last ten years has been all Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, they get into that after a while. That's because where that's where the money's at. Really. Yeah, it's where the money's at. It's it, steady corporate money. It really is. 
Um, all That's right. what those Jackson, uh, anything for Jackson boys were doing. Mm-hmm. So it's a good paycheck, man. <laughs> all right. Also written by T.L. Lankford. Uh, he did Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Yes. Bosch, uh, Chain of Command, and Armed It's just Bosch, not Bosch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lisps. I don't know. All right. This movie stars Charles Napier, who plays Mick. Macklemore. Thank you. Just not the rapper, by the way, <laughs> I know, guys. I was like, um, <laughs> he, he was in Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. Rambo 2, Maniac Cop 2, and the Austin Powers movies. Yeah, he was a really big actor, and this is a, whoo, yeah. this is a step down, boy. Yeah. And you thought some of the Austin Power movies got bad. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Anne Turkle played Carla. She was in the Hunger TV series mm. and the RoboCop TV series. Which a lot of people don't remember, including right. me and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to rewatch it sometimes, just see how bad it is. Right. I, I don't even remember. Bo Sevson. Svensson. Svensson plays Captain Robertson. He was in Kill Bill Volume 2. He was the reverend in the chapel, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, he was in Inglorious Bastards, Beyond the Door Three, ah. and Curse Two: The Bite. That's right. We also have the bite. <laughs> we also have Julie Newmar, who plays the psychic. The inexplicably added in there for no fucking like literally. It's like somebody who put fucking tofu in ice cream for no reason. Right. Like it just no. I know what the reason was. It was because she was a big name actor. People recognized the name. Of course, yeah. And you would you might remember her well you probably don't because everybody's so young she was the original Catwoman from the 1960s tv um series and yeah. she's still doing the voice of Catwoman for the tv series and like the video games and stuff nice also i the name stuck out to me because of tu wong fu thanks for everything which we watched Joy recently Newmar. no we didn't we watched priscilla queen of the Desert. oh that well okay well that one was good too that one's really good this one's okay it's not like the best wait what Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. This one, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, is Wesley Snipes, Patrick right. Swayze, and John Lang. The other one's the Australian one, which is the better yeah. one. Yeah, and that one's really good. It was really, like, progressive, too, for the time. Oh, yeah. There was, like, legitimate, like, yeah. praise for that movie for that. Yeah, it was yeah. a really good movie. Uh, the budget for this movie, though, Deep Space, was $1.7 Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, I don't get, but okay. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, it looks big, but the monster is absolutely horrendous. Can I just jump right in? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. I actually expected this one to be pretty bad, but it was enjoyable in the sort of kind of so bad it's good way. I mean, it wasn't like Mm -hmm. one of the best ones I've seen, Mm -hmm. but it still flowed better than other movies we might have watched this week. (laughs) But it was easy to watch, you know, even if the practical effects were absolutely horrendous <laughs> at best. You know, I mean, I'm sure there could be worse, you know, monsters. But, man, mm-hmm. this thing was like five feet wide. <laughs> like ridiculous. That's It just made it look like a chunky glob. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, you know, it was this is an aliens ripoff movie, of course, you know, mm-hmm. considering that there are very few movies that I can actually get the creature right. I'm not going to give it that much, you know, 
shit. Mm-hmm. But this is, of course, not one of the best creatures that I've, I've seen in a in an Aliens ripoff movie. It looks fucking so absurd. And, you know, there's some charm to that for some of us folks out there that like to, you know, dig into that kind of dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Clearly an 80s movie leaning heavy on the action movie tropes with like, you know, cops, so many fucking tropes in that. You know, with partners who say funny lines and the main guy who doesn't need a hospital after being shot. You know, the tough guy shit. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, you know, that's what makes this movie unbearably good. (laughs) I guess. I mean, I still think it's a decent movie. Like, especially when the characters, they lean on some of the most ridiculous tropes of getting sex after the first date, which they uh-huh. hurriedly do after their dinner, <laughs> which just adds even more to this insanely fucking, like, oh, God, that's so 80s film. Right. Um, I mean, we are dealing with Fred Olin Ray here, guys, so he's definitely notorious for spicing up his movies with all this stuff, you know. Especially a little extra sleaze on top. But yeah, this one is a rather tame version of that. And I think Charles Napier, the lead in this film, actually treated it like a really big film. Like he would in any role that he had yeah, done. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So and because he did that, I mean, he is kind of the best thing about it. Mm-hmm. Even if the lines and the writing is terrible. Horrible. Um, But he really sold it. You know what I mean? Like he did what an actor is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I think he knew it, he, it was a fucking mess, but he just said, you know what? I've committed. I'm just going to mm-hmm. get it done. Because of that, I think it's a fun, easy watch that's clearly an outdated and under budget silly film. Mm-hmm. Um, although you said 1.75 million. Um, hello. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. There is lots of camera stuff going on, but in the same regard, you get you get the point. And the movie is too ridiculous to take seriously. Although it wouldn't have hurt if they had spent their money better, I guess, and put a little bit more gore in with that 1.7. That would have been, that would have been nice. It would have made this movie like infinitely better for those who are fans of 80s movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, infinitely more memorable. If you like buddy action comedies of the 80s or just bad action movies with a lead who's too cool for school, fighting a derpy looking alien, only they actually take it kind of seriously, then this is definitely the movie for you. Okay, <laughs> Like, I've seen so much worse Fred Olin Ray films than this, and you sort of know what you're getting into when you watch one of his films, because they're always on the borderline of so bad mm-hmm. and, and like, kind of legit. <laughs> So it's like, and some of the older ones, like Scalps is just terribly written, but that was like one of his first films, to be fair. Mm -hmm. I'd probably give this one like a five out of 10, maybe a 5.5 out of 10 on the S big scale. I'd say five out of 10 because it's just average. Makes sense. Okay. You you know what I mean? Like on the S big scale. So it's, it's watchable in the sense that it flows well enough that you'll be able to watch the movie and not hate yourself after watching it, unlike another movie we might have watched this week. <laughs> um, but it's enjoyable schlock that is definitely one to throw on with friends and pizza and beer and not really be too concerned about the plot. So if you want to just watch it for fun, I, I don't know that I would I'd maybe pick this up if I found the right price for it, but it's out of print and it's hard to find. You can watch like a couple of different versions on uh, YouTube, which is what we did. Um, I think it even may be available for rent as well or not, because I think that if they're on YouTube, that means they're not available for rent. If it's Is it on Tubi? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. No. What did you think, though, Christina? Well, this movie was not deep, nor was it in space. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. But it came <laughs> from deep space, so. That's stupid. This was a buddy cop movie. Right. Hold on. This was a buddy cop movie version of Alien. Right. Right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It was unbearably corny. Yeah. I couldn't take it. Really? The bat the jokes were just so bad. It's it me- was- well, there's a heavy dose of misogyny in here, so maybe that might have It was real it was bad. Like it wasn't <laughs> even so bad it was so good to I me. I mean, she did give some pushback in the movie a little bit because the eighties were full of, you know, women pushing back, you know, in the No, no. They were just they like set her up. Yeah, I know. You know I mean, it was they, annoying. They definitely wrote her as like the typical woman by the end. Yeah. It like was they annoying. they had some pushback just so they would, you know, appease everybody, but <laughs> And then this movie was so long and they like dragged it out. Like the story was like dragged out. It didn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Uh, The only thing worth watching in this movie was the creature effects. They were pretty cool. But all of those can be seen in the trailer. Wait. All the good scenes. Hold on a second. You're saying that the creature looks awesome or cool? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. The buggy. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was As, As good as like the real alien movie? Well, no, <laughs> but I mean, they did a good job. I thought it was low budget, that but is apparently it wasn't. That like one of the derpiest looking aliens I've seen. It didn't really movie. move or anything. They just kind of like did this growling <laughs> noise and then it just like the Dude, there was fucking jokes with the goddamn alien in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like where he's like poked his head over his shoulder and he's like, hey guys, I'm over his shoulder. And then he looks over and he's like, oh my God, it's an alien. <laughs> but there was no jokes with it. It was just like physical right. comedy. Right. Yeah. Well, or the attempt. The attempt. The attempt. Of, yeah. The attempt of comedy. I would comedy. use that term loosely, but you know, right. Even some people laugh at the stupidest shit, but you know. But the end really pissed <laughs> me off. We'll get it. The end really pissed me off. We'll get into it. I gave this a three out of ten. Really? No, thank you. Wow, I like this one so much better than the next one. You know what? I will say though, I was not in a good mood when we watched this, and oh, that well, that's have... fair. That sounds like a nice <laughs> way to to review <laughs> well, something. <laughs> No, I am. I'm being fair. Like I, I wasn't in a good. There was mood. a lot going on, but I'm just. I'm yeah. being funny. Hello. Oh, ha. Huh. <laughs> she's all like, she's like curling Fuck up her fist, you. ready to punch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It, I can see why you didn't like it, but I think you're being a little too harsh on it. I think. I think. Well, I think you suck dick. That so it's a three on the ass big scale, or just no, three in general? It's a three in general. Okay. I think it's it's got something to it. But yeah, I mean, I could see it being a four for most people or a three. So that's fine. Okay. What'd you uh, give it? I give it a five in the S-Big oh, scale, which is oh. slightly skewed nah. positively. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because if it's enjoyable, it's so, you know, so bad, it's good in nature, the S-Big scale. Mm-hmm. Hello. You've been Hello. here with me since we figured this I out. I know. I just forgot what you said. Give me a break. <laughs> Tune in, Christina. Don't do that. I'm sorry, Marie. <laughs> Murray just fucking did a fucking cartwheel. Anyway, so there wasn't really a whole lot of trivia on this movie, to be honest with you, and I did do some searching for it. But uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, of course, I would, of course, close your ears, put your... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Just go down to the timestamps down below, and you can get to the next movie where we can do our spoiler-free review of The Borrower from 1991. But uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So, in the beginning of the film, there is a woman that calls the police station looking for Detective McElmore. Mm-hmm. Charles. Ju- N- yeah. Yeah, Julie Newmar. What? No. There's a woman who calls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So the sergeant at the desk answers the phone, identifying himself as Sergeant Yamana. Yamana, and the detective uh, Sergeant Yamana was famously played by Jack Sue and Barney Miller from '75 to '82, also starring Ron Glass, who was Malcolm Moore's partner. So it was a nod to that show. Oh, right. Which I thought he was uh, not a great partner. No, uh, they didn't. They didn't work well together. His with- death was so anticlimactic and mm-hmm. like meaningless. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> to the point to I didn't even put him in the in the info well it's like and you got all these fucking heavy ass tropes of the like sergeant who's or the captain who's always pissed off at all the his best fucking guys Mm -hmm. like they do that in fucking like every fucking action movie everybody cop movie right they even did it in uh what was that uh what was that movie where the fucking schwarzenegger goes into the screen Last Action Hero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, they had the, the oh, fucking yeah. comically fucking angry fucking captain, you know? And it's yeah. because they do this shit so much in the 80s. Like, they did it in fucking, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. They did it in fucking, like, you know, Lethal Weapon. Was it Die Hard. Die Hard. Like, yeah. everyone that's willing to go past the law to get <laughs> things done. You know, like, it's, it's the captain's always trying to reel it in because he's pissed, you know, whatever it is. But it was pretty bad in this one. It really didn't make a lot of sense with the captain. He was just kind of annoying, mm. you know. Um, But whatever. Napier fucking held it together. His character was kind of funny. He was kind of, like, younger than he actually is in the story, <laughs> you know, like, versus what he was in real life. <laughs> but, you know, there was, uh, in the very beginning, you see, like, there's scientists working on something in space, and they're, like, pushing a lot of buttons. Like, it's it's audibly annoying to hear them push <laughs> these buttons, by the way. Like, we were, yeah. they were, like, clack, 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 like, like, there's no fucking way that they were actually doing anything. <laughs> Right. It was not believable at all, but they wanted to hear it. So it sounded like a lot of commotion. It was probably Fred's idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. That was so fucking terrible. I just like kept thinking to myself, like, wow, this is going on for a lot longer than it really needs to. <laughs> like, if I notice it, it probably should have stopped already. You right. Know? <laughs> but then they're like, there's this thing floating through space. It's like a capsule. And it doesn't make any sense because it's like, I don't even know. They say that they're doing some sort of research and experiments on a satellite dish, but then it's just glass tube that's floating through space, which makes no goddamn sense. And and if it was in deep space, why were they doing it so far out that it hurled towards Earth? Right. I mean, do you know how fucking specific it would have to be to be shot at Earth at that fucking velocity mm-hmm. you know what i mean and actually hit it right you know like we're talking millions of miles away from each other if it's deep space you know <laughs> so i don't know whatever you know suspend your disbelief whatever i get it it's not like this alien looks real or anything mm-hmm. so but you got ian and jerry this is the funny thing right in the beginning they're two cops they're sitting out on a stakeout or just on the street i guess and two of the guys uh, with bags come out of the fucking bottom window of a store. And he's like, there you go. He's like, the rats. Or what did he say something about? You said the rats always, or the roaches always come out at night. Yeah, something like that. Come out of the grease at night or some shit like that. And And they fire on the cops. And the cops kill them. Like, dead. And you realize that the fucking shit that they stole were literally fucking Halloween masks. Yeah, like 50 cent. Halloween mask. Who in the ever living fuck would fire a gun for goddamn Halloween masks? Right. You know what I mean? Like, but, but 
Ian Macklemore, the main guy, Napier, he gets shot in the fucking chest like it ain't no thing. Yeah, he didn't die. Yeah, and then when the cops come, they're like, we need to report on your my desk tonight. And he's like, no problem. He's like, oh, and uh, Captain, his partner, is like, Captain, uh, something happened to, and he was like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he just goes home and pulls out the bullet and fucking patches himself <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, no big deal. Like he's fucking Rambo. Using whiskey and shit and just, yeah, patched himself up. Yeah. <laughs> That does not happen, dude. No. And then you, you're not able to move that fucking side of your body for like a week after right. that shit. You know what I mean? <coughs> anyway, the fucking shit crashes down. There's like this whole scientist group that are like underground that nobody knows about, that the highest part of the military has hired them to do research to make a fucking weapon out of this biological shit that's mm-hmm. based off a cockroach egg, I guess, that they this mutated with something else. So when the the thing came crashing down, there was a couple and they had a flat tire and the the, uh, comet flies over and it crashes, right? And they were like arguing about going and checking it out. Yeah. And she was like, I don't want to get raped by some Martian. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Oh yeah, that's right. Because there was like that back and forth. There's also that power dynamic between the two as a couple. Yeah. With the male versus the female, which is very present in a lot of Fred Olin Ray movies, by the way. Right. (laughs) It really is. Not that it matters. I'm just saying. (laughs) But the guy grabs um, the stuff from the crash site and then the the tentacles and stuff come up. They're just walking through the fucking crash site in the middle of fire, dude. Yeah. And like debris everywhere, which... Not a care in the world because I got to check this out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I would be a little hesitant to be just walking on down in the fire and shit, you know? Right. Uh, but he's like, oh, look at this. There's a sauce bun. And then his tentacles come out. That's what he did. Right. Yeah. It was, it was, that was funny. And you just hear screams off camera kill. A lot of off camera kills, by the way. Annoyingly off camera kills. Yeah, but there is some stuff that isn't. You know, they do have some practical effects in this, which is decent. Uh, and the, the, the alien has like a, once we get to the alien, the alien has like a pussy on his chest. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or it shoots the tentacles out of. Well, even in the movie poster, they show that thing. It's like its the, arms and the, the alien the bag. Yeah. The roach bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah. Ugh. It's got teeth too. It's vagina dentata, Christina. <laughs> vagina dentata. <laughs> we need to watch teeth uh, at yeah, some point. Yeah, we do. Um, that that movie actually is really boring. It is. It's a little it's slow, really slow, but 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 there is some. You know, there's a payoff. I guess. Yeah. You know, um, it kind of reminds me of the movie Raw. Remember oh yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. Bit? Oh, maybe we should watch those together. Yeah, maybe might be a good. A uh, little pair. Somehow, back in 1988, I guess the scientists know that the couple are around the debris, by the way, because they keep talking about, oh, there's two objects that are coming close to the... I'm like, look, we don't even have the technology for that shit now. Yeah. You're, you're going to be able to tell who's near it, and it's like, oh, we're going to activate the monster or kill the monster with some sort of electronic program or whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of the scientists doesn't want to kill it because he knows that his science is sound, and of course, it's not, and it gets Loose and, and then you have a COVID vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Sorry. it was going there. That's why I say, man, this is this, this is looks, it's because of movies like this is yeah, why people really don't is. trust science. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here, I, I'm like, or it could be all the recalls. But anyway, well, no, you know what I think it is. It's like we knew it was just horror movies and they aren't real. <laughs> Some people, however. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Sorry. yeah, no, it's just because we don't, it, we're always afraid of anything that we don't understand. Yeah, exactly. That's just the way that's human the way nature is. is. And that's how we, we always bastardize and turn it into something. Although right. if you're as Isaac Asimov, you know, you think that uh, robots are pretty neat <laughs> <laughs> and they actually help out society. I think, I think it was Isaac Asimov. I don't know. Anyway. Meanwhile, Ian McElmore, the cop who was shot in the chest is, Cleaning up it to his uh, wound to sexy jazz music. I forgot to write oh, that's or, or right. explain. You know. Oh my god, I'm so dumb. And he's like taking a nap at the station the next day, and a new lady cop introduces herself to him, and he literally wastes no time asking her on a date, which. I would think, you know, in nowadays, uh, not such a good idea, kids. Right. <laughs> You're probably going to get written up and fired if you do shit like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is the 80s. Totally normal. Totally healthy. <laughs> you know, women are not actually good at their jobs. They just are there for men to get a Because get a all the women cops were actually at the station on the typewriter. Right. Not well, kidding. You can't expect a guy to type. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, those dishes aren't going to clean themselves, Christina. Not funny. Not funny. Oh, the 80s. Don't we love them? Um, But back at the crash site, the scientists are cleaning up the body parts, which is pretty funny, with cops alongside of them. These are different scientists. These are different, like, medical experts and things that have no knowledge of the space station that crashed. They just know something crashed. So they find this huge, large rock that they're not sure what it is. And then Ian and fucking Jerry, the fucking two buddy cops, they find two seeds just in the wreckage in front of hundreds of people, mind you, and steal them and take them to their homes. So we know that's a setup for later. I was like, bad idea, maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that the scientists on the site, they're obviously not a part of the project, but a military general, he wants to destroy it. And like I said, the scientist doesn't want to, so he pretends that it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other scientists is studying the large rock, and he pours hydrochloric acid on it, which opens it up, and a large creature <laughs> appears, and the, and the, like, what does he sling out his fucking little tentacle thingy? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what happens? Yeah, and he, I think so. And then yeah. it's off-camera kill again? Yeah, off-camera kill. I think they might have had a blood spray on that one. I don't remember. A little bit. I, I did notice they would do blood spray, like, on the wall. Right. Stupid. And, of course, you know, the captain, who's always very displeased with Macklemore and Maris, they says the crime lab was destroyed, but no one came in, and they couldn't figure out what did it. And I'm like, it was the egg. It was the fucking rock, dude. You knew it was in there. How would you not know? <laughs> then they hear, like, the scientist, uh, like, tape that he was recording, I guess, when he was taking his notes to study this thing. And they're like, it just, he made a bunch of unintelligible sounds. And they're still looking for a killer. Like, it just makes no, no sense. sense. Like, if you're listening to the tape, he explains what he's doing step mm-hmm. by step. I don't know. It's funny to me. They interview the old homeless guy from earlier, which we didn't talk about, but he says he has this has he he was one of the homeless people in the that was living out in the fucking forest with his buddies and saw this comet crash to earth, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's the typical story. You know where the homeless guy goes? Yeah. You know, it's the blob, basically. They got to sacrifice the homeless person. Right, usually. <laughs> but he's like, "It's a UFO." <laughs> and he he leaves to go to a nearby abandoned warehouse, and it just so happens that the alien's there and kills him while he's completely shit-faced. 
And wouldn't you know it, you know, he's just like, what luck is that? You know, <laughs> you go to one of the thousands of buildings in the city mm-hmm. and it just so happens to be the one where the alien got there. How Fingers. it got there in the middle of the night, as big as it is or fit through a doorway or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was there. Mm-hmm. But the boys, they, the boys, the two cops, they go investigate the site again, but they're treated to a, a dickhead who is an FBI agent who's obviously, you know, federal and he's trying to cover up the whole fucking mess. Yeah, so let's, br- yeah, let's bring in the FBI. Like, Jesus right. Christ. Well, I don't dude. even know if he was FBI, but he was definitely a department that was above them. Oh, men in black. Right. Yeah. And they didn't know what it was. And so as they leave, they find the couple's car sitting out by itself. And they're like, I wonder what this is. And they find an address and who owns the car. And they go to the house. <laughs> this part was weird. It was weird because the woman seemed a little bit young, first of all. And she's like carrying a baby. And she's like, you tell my son to get his ass home well the son was a teenager you know right well yeah a 28 year old teenager <laughs> it was the 80s i know it's, it's always that thing isn't it yeah but then you're the one that always tells me is no they actually looked that old yeah back then back then but we now, look younger now yeah because of all the hormones or we're just old and we think we look young no i feel like you know like i look younger than most 40 year olds back then okay i'm sorry I, okay i i saw this conversation on a tiktok it was hilarious because there was a 40 year old woman she's like why don't we look like these women you know from the 80s and then she was like i'm gonna do my hair so she she curled her hair like a perm uh-huh. and then she did her makeup like they did their her makeup and she was like oh shit oh this shit why this is why <laughs> because she looked old oh because of the way she did her hair and makeup. Uh, they wanted to look older. older than they were. See, now I think like younger people, like kids, Gen Z, I guess now, this is what old looks like. It's <laughs> us. Know. Is what like they don't give a right fuck now. and we've been stuck no, in for, no, inside for no, two years. This is they're going to be their version of old. So I don't know. It seems weird. Like it just feels like. Well, it feels weird to us. Maybe the age of living wasn't so high either, too. So it's like we grew uh, right. at a different rate. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's all that McDonald's hormones. That's what I've always it's blamed the McDonald's on. hormones. Because we were we were the McDonald's generation. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Yeah. Um. I have all the toys to prove it. Oh, yeah. I mean, McDonald's was pretty big for a while there, but when it was at its sloppiest, most fattest like America's late, ever been. Is late like, 80s, early 90s, yeah. Yeah, we were definitely big the Mac byproduct of McDonald's. Yeah. Because we didn't have any other fucking places. There was Rory Rogers. There was... And it was cheap and Which easy. is Carl's Jr.'s now. And then there was like Jack in the Box. And what else did we Taco have? Taco Bell. Taco Bell came later. Did it? And when I was like... I yeah, Taco Bell. it came in like the... Well, maybe it's because I'm from Arizona, so right. I think well, it was it, just yeah. here. For me, on the East Coast, you know, we didn't have no fucking, you know, none of that shit. We had Chi-Chi's, you know what I mean? No. Chi-Chi's was the fucking Mexican restaurant that made all the salsa that you see on the fucking shelves these days. Uh, they had some good shit, man. That was the only Mexican I knew uh-huh. back then, too, by the way. And it wasn't like real Mexican, huh? Yeah, well, neither was Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, no, actually, it, it, it was actually closer to it, but it's, you know, Mexican-America. Right. yeah. You want some real Mexican food, you go to Tucson. Right. It's like you can't eat Chinese like food here and bomb. think it's Chinese food. Right. Because it's not really. Unless right. you go to like a vi- Vietnamese place. Right. Then you get real fucking Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, so there's there was a little uh doo doo doo. The more you know. <laughs> Always gotta talk about food. <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm too. I want fuck lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the station, uh, I want Chinese food now. 
Can we get Chinese food? Maybe. Okay. Let's finish this up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Back at the station, the head guy at the site is in the captain's office, and they pulled them off the case, so now they can't even investigate it. But, of course, being the cops that they are and the tropes that we always get, they go undercover and do it themselves. And Macklemore is getting ready for one of his dates, and this psychic lady calls him to tell him she knows what's going on. And this is what I was talking about. This lady calls him periodically to tell him, hey, shit's going to happen, and then he does doesn't listen. And he just hangs up on her. Yeah, and it's like she's the most pointless character in the fucking and thing. And they never wrap it up. Like they never like He probably wrap thought that she was a up. scientist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so funny. <laughs> There are, sorry, hold on. There are literally people out there who will listen to psychics versus the scientists yeah. instead of the scientists. And I believe in all of that stuff, honestly. But I'm you, not gullible but if you're to gonna, it. But if you're going to gamble with your life, you're going to take a side. Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah, all the fun stuff just, you'll do on the side, you know, because it doesn't hurt. Right, exactly. Right, no harm, no foul. Yeah, and, there, and there's some sh- Guess If what? I need to rub milk on my vagina and dance out with honey oats in my oh, hair. Shut up, I'm going to do it. I'll drink the full moon, <laughs> Yes. No, no, there's some really shitty people who call themselves psychics All or right, mediums Christina, or whatever. Let's tone but it down. Also she, she's anyway, got, you know, guys, I'm, you have yeah. to understand, like, we just dealt with a situation where it was life threatening for her father and they kept kicking him out of the hospital. So we've got a little bit of, you know, I got a little pent up. We're, we're a little pent up anger towards people who are not taking shit seriously. You know, it's like, yeah. It's a little anger. So yeah. just just understand that, you know, we apologize if you're one of the idiots that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you're stupid. <laughs> Kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, back to the fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, and Mexican food or something. What are we getting? I'm sorry. Anyway, so he's getting ready and this, the psychic calls him and he just like, she doesn't matter. And then she's like, oh, yeah, well. Your steaks are burning, which he put in the oven. Who yeah, puts steaks in the say, oven? I'm glad you said that because I was like, is that a thing? Do people do that? I don't know. He had two really nice looking steaks. You know what? He put them in the oven. We're so talking about food again. He put them in the oven so they'd burn. Right. That's so why. she's like, they're burning. And then he hangs up and still doesn't believe her. Right. It's a thing. <laughs> Like, but how many times do I have to prove myself? One of the stupidest, most funniest fucking shit that I saw in this movie, they probably annoyed the shit out of Christina Happens Next. And the lady cop, Carla, who he hit on, it's their date night. And so the steaks got burnt. So they're talking about eating burgers together. And she's like, oh, I never thought I would eat such exquisite cuisine. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Huh? And, uh... I kid you not, they don't even finish the fucking meal. And he's like, how about some after dinner music? And she's like, all right. And he literally suits up like fucking Ash from fucking Evil Dead out of fucking... The, do you know what I'm talking about? Where uh-huh. it's like... Shh, 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 groovy. <laughs> In a fucking kilt with hat mm-hmm. and a fucking... Bagpipe. Bagpipe. And he comes out playing music, and she's like, is this supposed to impress me? And he's like, no, it's supposed to make you take your clothes off. And she takes her top off. And he's, and she's like, so now what? He's like, well, I, I don't know. I had never worked before. <laughs> so stupid. And she kisses him, and they fuck. And then this is even more funny. Well, it's I don't know. It's within the same realm of stupid, I guess. After sex, she's like, so who's your boss? Like, out of the blue, like, why are they talking about work? Mm -hmm. Like, how? Who? what's your boss like? 
And he's like, kind of shrugs it off. He's like, I don't know. He's like any other boss. I don't know. Who's your boss? What are you asking me that? And she's like, you're a hard man. He's like, you ought to know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this dialogue (laughs) is absolutely ridiculous. Shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll speed it up here a little bit. They basically figure out that the eggs are hatching and the two little eggs hatch. And one of them kills his partner, which is under his chest. It kills him and goes under his chest to hide. Or and he's stabbing it in the thing. But before that happens, they had their own attack situation, which was pretty funny mm-hmm. because she's like, how many eggs did you have? And he's like, oh, fuck my partner. And his partner's dead when he shows up and he starts stabbing him in the chest with a fucking butcher knife. <laughs> and it's like an alien, like the aliens that you see in alien, like the face huggers. Mm-hmm. But it's like running across the ground and coming out of the chest instead of the like the impregnated version, you right. know, which it's like they're it's like a nod so they could kind of be like it, but not be like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. That whole situation was hilarious. And just watching Napier act serious with this whole shit is just out of control. Like they have it running down sidewalks and like running up walls and shit like that, mm-hmm. which, you know, to their credit, they actually made it work mm-hmm. uh, to some degree because it wasn't until we saw the big boy that I realized that this is the most terrible fucking <laughs> weird thing I've ever seen. Right. Um, and the alien literally looked like alien. She's like helping him too. She's like, this is some kind of date. <laughs> so stupid. Do you always take your dates on alien hunting adventures? Jokes like that all over the all fucking over. place. Sweet, you know. <laughs> uh they, and this is the, the mind boggling thing because they didn't have enough time to fit it all in. Mm-hmm. He goes on a, he gets in his car, the alien disappears. They don't know where it is in the entire city and he goes to find it. And the way he finds it is he finds a little bit of slime on a chain link fence as he's driving. And he's like, it must be in here. We must have lucked out. <laughs> they or I think they might have just randomly stopped and saw the slime and then go, oh, he must be here. Yeah, like what? They made it seem like that. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck, dude. But he loads up a bunch of guns and they head out to fight this fucking thing. And that's when we see like he gets in this warehouse and it, while he's looking around, it pokes its head out behind him like, hey, can I help you find someone? <laughs> I'm the quirky alien with 7000 teeth. Like, <laughs> but he tries to fight it, but it gets its, its tentacles around his face, which he cuts off. And of course, Carla, who he told to sit in the car because it's too dangerous for her, saves his life. Mm-hmm. Typical trope. Uh, but she's got the gas juice, which she chucks at it, and it goes in its uh, vagina dentata mm-hmm. hole. <laughs> yeah, he just like puts it in there. She's just like, here you go, take yeah. your medicine, and then he's just munching on it. Yeah, it's like a it's, tampon. Yeah, munching on a tampon. That's how it sounds when it goes in, right? No, <laughs> it's more like. <laughs> All right, Christina. Jesus, <laughs> I took it over the line, and you took it. You, you like ran home with you it. You deserve it. <laughs> But they fight, they fight it, they stick the gas juice in it, 
It only smokes for like a second and then it fights him again. And everyone keeps pushing the girl out of the way. Even oh the captain God. does it. Dude, she had at least three different uh, scenarios where she could have saved them. Right. But instead, so one of They're them- They're like, no, you're not taking credit for this. Yeah, exactly. And one of them was, there was a chainsaw. So she picks up the chainsaw. She starts the chainsaw and starts going towards the, the monster. That's when the captain knocked her out of the way. No, she tripped. Oh, yeah. She fucking well, tripped. Well, they don't really pay attention. She was probably wearing heels. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was so stupid. I'm yeah, so, but she tripped. I'm and sorry. Then the chainsaw landed right in front of him. So he Of course, could he gets the glory. The, yeah, so he could fucking chainsaw the goddamn. The 80s, It was so man. stupid. It, that pissed me off. She did shoot it, though, and it didn't really do anything. And No, she hit it in the head. No, she missed. Did she? Yeah, because then, remember, the captain came up behind her, and he shot it. Uh, see, they're used to seeing up close, dishes length. So it's like... <laughs> Not funny. Dude, come on. Can we not make fun of the fucking stereotypes? Can we no, not? No, it's horrible. Okay. So you know I'm not being serious. Um, Are you, though? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But old Macklesack, he grabs the chainsaw and cuts its head off, and they take the head away, and they're game over. Like, the end. Literally. The, like, yeah, seriously. Credits. Like, like, the old Italian way, where they just end it, and it's you're like, like wait, is there more? It's like, what about the psychic? That's the first yeah, thing I, know. I said. Yeah, I know. What happened to her? Where's just, Julie Newmar? She, like, she probably had to be in a Scanners movie later. <laughs> she had her head blowing up in the Scanners movie. So bring her back. <laughs> All right. We do have another movie that we're going to talk about, and that is The Borrower. And it is from 1991. And uh, I did the work on this, so I think... Did you? Sure. Did you do the work? Not really, actually, because we stopped, and I didn't think we were going to be doing an episode this week. So. <laughs> Technically, you it's know. It's okay. Let's, we can fly through this. All right. So, aliens punish one of their own by sending him to Earth. The alien is very violent, and when the body he occupies is damaged, he is forced to find another after another after another. From the director of highly acclaimed Henry the Portrait of a Serial Killer comes a new cult classic. The tagline is, don't lend him anything you can't afford to lose. <laughs> like... Your head. Your head, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, director John McNaughton. As I mentioned, he did Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. He did Wild Things. He also did... Some ma a Masters of Horror episode. He also did quite a few other things around that time, but he's got like a really sporadic, wild kind of like database of different types of movies. If you look through it, some I've never even heard of, but his most recent one is The Harvest. Mm -hmm. So, which I guess came out in 2013. That was the last thing he did. Oh, wow. So, um, this movie was actually written by Mason Nage, who did the story and the screenplay, and Richard Fire. Mason Nage actually has worked on nothing else other than this. And Richard Fire, which go figure. <laughs> uh, Richard Fire actually worked on Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Um, he also starred as Dr. Seton in Poltergeist 3, so if you recognize him, he was the guy that got the mug thrown. Remember when he, she throws the mug through the thing? Mm -hmm. He's the, like, skinny balding guy, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He's an actor slash uh, writer. He's done more roles acting-wise, um, but he's only written Henry, this movie, and Bleacher Bums. We also have some of the cast that's in this movie. We got Ray Dong Chong. 
which is she's been, you know, obviously in a lot of different movies like Commando, The Color Purple, Quest for Fire. Um, she was also in. She was the cop in this movie. Yeah, she was. She was also in The Squeeze, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. That's the one I always recommend. remember her from. She was in the literal last episode or the last tale. Mm-hmm. And many more. She plays the cop, uh, Deanna Pierce, by the way. Pierce is her, she goes by Pierce in the movie, because all cops go by the last name, of course, like the military. Uh, Don Gordon is in this movie. He plays Charles Krieger. He was in movies like Bullet with G- uh, Steve McQueen, The Towering Inferno, which I love, The Exorcist 3, Skin Deep with fucking, which is a funny comedy uh, that just came out on Blu-ray, Lethal Weapon, Cop. He was a cop in that movie. He's done a lot of different things, but we also have Tom Towles, who plays Bob Laney. He's like one of the first victims, I guess, in the movie. And I think probably one of the best reasons to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with who he is, he was the partner of Henry in Henry, uh, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. He was also in Night of the Living Dead. He was the dickhead bald guy that was in the basement with his wife and daughter. Uh. She's like, I got another one for the fucking fire at the end. <laughs> Uh, she was really good in that. He was also in Fortress. He was one of the cellmates that was kind of a dick that becomes friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses, Halloween. He's been in everything. Mm-hmm. We also get Antonio Fargus in this movie, who plays Julius, who has been in a lot of like uh, black exploitation films, like Foxy Brown. He was also in Shaft, but he also did other films like Firestarter. He was in. He was in Code Black on CBS Cop Show, Beyond Skyline, recently. And many more. And that's pretty much it for the main characters. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of other people in the movie, but to be honest with you, it's nobody really has any memorable parts in this movie that. that, Right, because they kind of go through them so quick. It's weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. This movie came out to uh, Canon film from Canon Films, so it's one of the Canon movies. It's uh, Warner Home Video as well. Uh, They partnered up, I guess, for this to distribute it. It did get shown at the Toronto International Film Festival, though, as part of the uh, Midnight Madness screening there. So, uh, And Screen Factory just put out a Blu-ray of it. So if you want to pick it up there or you know rent it online, you can. But Christina, what did you think of this movie? Oh, well, the bright side, I liked the music in this film and the special effects were pretty cool. Okay. Um, this movie has good parts. Yeah. And a really cool concept. Right. But the problem with that, though, is it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> and it it was like three movies in one. Like, they tried to do three different types of plot lines. They tried to get too trickier, tricky with the script, and they were and talented we're, enough to really pull it off. Exactly. It's And they were trying to, like, bring it all together, but it was just, like, too late. Like, I, I don't was, mean to sound like a dick to say that, but it really just... Yeah, it, it did. It did not flow well. It didn't flow well at all. It was, like, all over the place with all these characters, and mm-hmm. they kept switching. Um, I did like it more than the other movie. I enjoyed it more it was funny like they're funnier uh-huh. parts to me but it overall i'd probably never watch this again which is kind of a bummer because i really liked the trailer and it looked like a really good film and it just turned out to be trash no i'm just kidding <laughs> calm um, down there buddy <laughs> but i gave it a four out of ten what about you um oof, man i remember watching this as a kid and i you know, it's weird. It's like I wanted to pick this movie up and Plemke, who donates a lot of movies to the podcast, shout out. He was going to buy it for me. And I suggested that he get because he was like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't 
See, it's your gift. I don't want to, you know, he buys me stuff off of Amazon, which if you guys ever want to, you don't have to buy. It's not specifically for me, but, it, you know, it's for the podcast or whatever. We do an Amazon wish list. He bought As the God's Will instead of this movie. Which he did a YouTube review right, of. Right, but Christina, out of the blue, was like, mentioned oh. this movie. And I was like, you know what? Maybe we should, you know, mm-hmm. because it is new. It's on Screen Factory. Mm-hmm. So even Plemke was like, did you buy it? And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> sure glad we didn't buy it we rented it for like two bucks on like fucking amazon Mm -hmm. and it was the shitty like sd quality like dark as fuck quality garbage looking movie Mm -hmm. um but it is an alien is sent to earth in human form as the worst punishment they can come up with there's a catch he needs people's heads to survive i mean you're really not which doesn't make any sense but okay it's just different, which is fine. I loved that. I loved the beginning of the movie. I was all about it. Right. This is considered to be a comedy, and early on, I'd say it wasn't too bad the first 30 minutes of the movie, I'd say. Then the movie tries to show you it's much smarter than just a goofy dude in a human suit, which tanks the movie, in my opinion. It becomes very apparent that this movie was going nowhere fast, specifically when Tom Towles is out of the picture in the movie. Right. He is what I think breath breathed life into the alien creature. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to switch out different people for it, you better make them fucking own up to it. Mm-hmm. And they did not do that in this movie. No. Which made it for a terrible watch after Tom Towles leaves. Shout out to you, buddy, because he did, even as ridiculous as this movie is, mm-hmm. he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. A, a, a fairly decent enough job that it was competent and watchable. But after he left, I'm just like, they're like giving us this different stories from different characters that we don't even care about. Mm-hmm. And and it's like the most obvious like way they're doing it. It's like, oh, we have to talk about this character because by the end, this character and this other random character are all going to tie him up like they're Quentin Tarantino or some shit. Right. And they're not. So it's like the most lackluster fucking additions Mm -hmm. that feel like you're literally driving down the road and there's like two foot drops every fucking like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, boom, (laughs) bottoming out your fucking viewing experience, essentially, while driving through it. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of it really kind of pissed me off a little bit. You know, it really kind of ruined uh, the enjoyment of it, because like you said, there are some really cool gore scenes and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. There are some competent actors that are in this movie. Mm-hmm. It just was not written or directed well at all. At all. And there was stuff in the movie that should have been edited and cut out as well. Yeah. It just did not flow whatsoever. And I'm sorry to say, like, if you're a fan of this movie, God bless you. <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> But I had to let Jesus take the wheel on this one, guys, because I was ready to turn it off almost. Like, I was getting kind of, like, irritated with it. Right. It just, like, it dragged and it dragged and it dragged. I just, there's so many, too many boring side plots that you genuinely don't care about. These intertwined horribly by the end, as well as for the last middle finger uh, at the end, which is just so horribly rushed and just does not add up to what it should have been. They should have probably stuck with the alien in the human suit idea with Tom Towles as the lead and just followed him the whole way and had him do other things 
Right. You know, to kill people or maybe drink out their heads or something like that. If you want to remove people's heads still, it didn't make a lick of difference if people got their head removed. They never put them in a mysterious situation where they, you know, had to like outsmart the cops with that kind of situation or anything like that. Ray Nong Chong was like, she felt like she was in a different movie in this movie. Yeah, she really did. It made no sense. And she's a pretty popular actress about that time, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like when the movie finally accidentally gets into hijinks and kills people, it's like kind of like whatever at this point. But after a while, I felt like they told the actors to just kind of walk around and be funny, but no one knew how to do it. <laughs> Except Tom Towles, and he wasn't even the most amazing at it. He just happened to outshine everybody else on it. So I don't know. And you would think that the gar- the guy who played Julius or whatever, Fargus, He's a, he's done a lot of comedic stuff, you know? Right. And you would have thought they would have given him more, like, screen time yeah. with some funny things. But and all he, he did is just do... Well, he was he was funny as, like, the homeless man. Right. Before he got his that, head pulled that, off. That's right. But then yeah. his personality was absolutely gone after that. Yeah. Even Tom Towles' alien version was, like, ten times better. Right. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with this one. I just, unfortunately, I mean, it's, you know, if you're a collector out there and you just like to collect all 80s or 90s or just these weird little gems and stuff, I can totally understand why you'd want to pick it up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind watching it again at some point, but I would definitely feel the same way that I do now. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a matter of just I wasn't in the mood for it. It's just a matter of a jumbled fucking mess. Right. And they tried to piece it the best together the best they could and it didn't work out doesn't mean that there's no talent there. It just means it didn't work out. But I still think there are some pretty cool practical effects in it, but nothing too gore-filled. You know, it's it's pretty cool for its time, I would say. Not bad for kind of a mainstreamy, straight-to-video movie, you know? Mm-hmm. I've, a few heads, a few blood splatter shots, you know, kind of make, make up for it. But, yeah, the last half of the second act and the third act, yeah, it's just it bad. tanks, man. Yeah. It really tanks. And you're wondering why you're even still here watching it, like right. by that by that 45 minute mark. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, I would probably give this movie a four. There we go. Not Look even on us. the S big scale, right? Like there was some moderately funny stuff in there, mm-hmm. but really, it's just people wandering around, literally wandering around, being dumb, being weird. Yeah, and it it's like, what do you? Are you just trying to fill the movie with this dumb shit because you don't have any other thing to write about? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like there's just, like, like they wrote it and they thought it was going to be long enough and it didn't work out. Right. But it, like I said, it, it is a cool concept. Oh, this sure. Alien. I would it's, love to see it redone. It, yeah, I was going to say that, too. If they uh, remade this movie, it would probably be, like, way better. They would have to do something. They would have to add a character that is better than what Ray Dong Chong's character would have to be. They would have to do it. I kinda... wouldn't even do the cops. I wouldn't even put the cops in there. You don't think? No, because it's stupid. Like, some people get their heads ripped off and they go, oh, Oh, I guess these go together. Like, the only reason the cops were in there is so the one cop could get raped and uh, it oh, had yeah, to do that's with the right. serial killer. Well, we don't want to spoil too much. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, sorry. 
it's okay. You're not missing much. It, it is a little bit of a, a downer of a film for me, and I'm sorry. It sucks. Shit happens. You can't make them all perfect. I remember the film. I always was rooting for the film. You know what I mean? When I was a kid and even while I was watching it, trying to get it to get to a place that was like no, redeemable. Garbage. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, it's really under average. I mean, there are some above average things in it, but ultimately the whole is this whole, the whole picture is kind of flawed and uh you know it's a weird gem if you're like a collector out there but i wouldn't say that it would be anything i'd want to watch again regularly at all right at all you know but it's like one of those things was that movie the dark backwards you know where the guy has the arm growing out of his back and he's a comedian and fucking bill paxton's in it as this garbage eating fucking he likes to have sex with like very large beautiful women and eats trash off their bodies and stuff like that oh my god weird stuff not a great movie as a whole Mm -hmm. i i still like it better than this one right but it's very obligatory and just like weird for weird sake so but yeah so i gave it a four you gave it a four. Oh, we gave it a four yeah so just on the regular scale yeah yeah it would probably be lower if it were or, you know i don't think it is an ass big film it's not it's too serious i don't know i mean it, there were some good moments in there with him and fargus right but but it, yeah, yeah that doesn't count yeah but yeah, that's pretty much it for that movie. I would love to hear what you guys think of this movie. I mean, maybe some of you guys love it. Uh, I, I, you know, I hope some people like it, you know. Fuck just is wrong just with wasn't you. for me, I don't think, you know. And I, I remember watching it back in the day and not thinking too terribly of it, but remembering being disappointed a little bit. So mm-hmm. kind of was disappointing again. All right, so I have a little bit of trivia here for you guys. And uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, of course, you can uh, go ahead and either... Rent the movie for $1.99 on any of your digital outlets or buy the movie from Scream Factory. But uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So this movie was originally slated to come out in 1988. So it's kind of funny that we picked Deep Space. From 1988. Yeah. They were going to have it. It sat on the shelf for like three years. I can see why. (laughs) I can too. (laughs) Before being released by Canon in 1991. And the actual copyright date was actually in 89 anyway. So the film just sat there for many years. Wow. Yeah. So uh, obviously you got John McNaughton, whose previous film was Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer Ugh. from 1986 and appears in this film, Tom Towles and Tracy Arnold. So there's a couple of people that he reused in this movie, obviously. It feels like he reused some scenes, too. Yeah, maybe. But the, it didn't get as intense. But Well, John McNaughton, uh, he made a couple of remarks during an interview for the Flesh fanzine in the UK. It was number six on page 10, to be specific. But he said as soon as a Vestron backed out, Atlantic picked it up, but it was submitted to the MPAA and given an X certificate. So they just walked out on the deal. We got an R rating and had it cut five times. But I don't feel the picture was damaged to the point where it destroyed by any means. So okay, I guess it's his opinion. So I'm sure that that rape scene was like intense because they pretty much cut it out. They just alluded to it. Oh yeah, they didn't. They didn't show it. They just showed like the camera pointing at the wall, and then you hear noises. Yeah, and you hear slushing. Yeah, you just slushing noises and her. It's alluded. It's obvious. You know, it just seems so pointless in there. It really does because they didn't even build up his character whatsoever which they should have done from the beginning the serial killer but he's like literally in the movie like three times right it's like seems pointless pointless. 
Yeah. I don't I Fuck if I know, dude. Yeah, and you pointed out one of the ones that I was going to mention, which was when we watched it, that they were talking about Henry the Serial Killer mm-hmm. on the TV. And what no, else? no, I saw a poster. I saw a half a poster. It was the guy's face. I was like, hey, that's Henry. Of a- no, no, no. They had it on the TV yeah, in the hospital. Then, then yeah. later on, they had it. No, they, the they, were ta- they were talking about it on the news. Right. They were saying, like, Henry. Blah, blah, I was like, well, it's got to be the director. And sure enough, it was. Yeah, it was. Plus, I don't know why, but they had. Garbage, garbage pail kids on the there movie. too. Yeah, it was which weird. they panned to like three or four times. So I guess because that's a canon film, they were able to get uh, away with it. Right. Both, you know, because uh-huh. I don't know. So that was weird, though. Too. That was that weird. Was weird. It didn't part. really make it, it was like obligatory. They were probably like, that's just a new hot thing. You know, like put it in here. Yeah, kids love garbage pail kids. You got to throw it in there. When everybody was like, this garbage pail kids movie sucks. A funny goof that happened in this movie. In the movie, the alien keeps ripping off people's heads to replace his own head that it exploded. But it's only the the head he takes, which he puts on his own body, which is white skinned, <laughs> which we noticed. And he at one point puts on Julius's head, who is an African-American male. Uh, darker skin. Yeah, he's got darker skin. And now all of a sudden the body is that of a African-American, no longer white. So we were like, well, I guess maybe it can change his body. <laughs> he's an alien. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't. Ha- we didn't have the technology then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. There was a budget on this, by the way. It was about $2 million. Oh, wow. I did oh. find that out just now. So... Two million dollars more than Deep Space. Yeah, it was more. But at least they had gore, right? Yeah, that's true. That's the one redeeming thing that I did like about this movie, other than Mm -hmm. it not being that good. Had a lot of gore. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to talk about some scenes? uh, Like right off the bat. Sure. So again, we have people who see something crashing onto the Earth. You know, right? Trope. And these are deer hunters. Well, they didn't crash. Or they flew. They saw the aliens in the woods. Yeah, they were fighting, and uh, they were f- the alien. So the alien and the human, it looked like a human, were fighting. Bu- that's the fun. That's the thing we were going to mention too. Both these movies had the creatures look like uh, bugs, right? And yeah, they were bugs is, technically, which is funny. And then the hunter shoots the alien one to save the human guy, and the uh, the human guy kind of starts going after him, and then he starts transforming. His in, face distorts. Yeah, into, and pops. Yeah, and then his head pops. So since his head pops, he needs another head. And he, since he tells his son to go get help after he thinks it's dead, the body comes back to life without a head. And grabs Tom Towles and kills him and takes his head. Right. And thus begins the silliness of Tom Towles on the on on the on the city streets of New York. <laughs> and the way he gets so the so the alien gets hit by a car. Oh, he the, gets hit by a car. Yeah, the yeah, he gets the headless guy, I don't even know what to call him. He gets hit by a car. The woman picks him picks him up and drops him off at the hospital and he doesn't go in because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on and then, then he starts walking. Right, because he's the really city. aggro at first in the beginning of the movie and then he becomes kinda like playfully dumb. Mm-hmm. But then he comes back to practically uh violent. Right. Because it's practical for him to steal someone's head. Right, yeah, because he needs to, or he'll right. die, or, he'll or die. something. I don't know. So because that- in the beginning of the movie, the alien's like, "Well, he's like, so wait, I'll be alive though." He's like, "Yes, we're taking you to the most heinous planet in the galaxy, or something, you know, mm-hmm. Earth." 
and it's like a harsh environment and da 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 da. And he's like, okay, but I'll be alive. And he's like, yeah, but your body cannot sustain its vessel for very long. So you will have to be ingenious with how you survive in order to live. So, um, which is not very ingenious when you walk around with the head, neck cut. On everything that you wear, and there's blood all over it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the the alien obviously is taking the shape of the old country dad, and he's hobbling around the city like this whole time, just like in New York, like checking out all the fucking like strip clubs or the strip or like the you know sex clubs and shit like that, the jerk off museums. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know whatever you want to call it. Um, but the police show up to the scene where the, you know, the boy had returned for his father in an ambulance. And he's like really shaken up because when he left, it was the body of the alien, not him, not his dad. So he doesn't really understand what's going on. They put him immediately in like a mental institution. Yep. Like, cause he think he's crazy. And my God, by the way, holy shit, does this kid's fucking performance in this movie so bad it's really bad oh it's so bad i mean it's probably not the worst thing but it was too much because the cops go to the mental asylum jail thing to talk to him and you know he just you know says what he said again and they don't believe him so he just starts i'm not crazy i'm not crazy yeah and he's just yelling in the most annoying voice right and then when they find out he's right did they go and let him out of the saint asylum I don't think they did. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think good. about that. Fucking That's kind of logic people. breaking, though, because, you know, but that would be too much story element for them. Yeah, that'd be way too much. <laughs> oh my God. This doesn't even need to be in there. I, yeah, like, I that don't. whole conversation and shit that did not need to be in the movie. And then plus you got this side, st- this another side story going on with this, this serial killer and the woman cop. Sort of. Like, yeah, and it, it's done very poorly. I don't, yeah, it was. It was bad. Seemed very obligatory. Yeah. And so she ends up shooting this. Sorry, Hold I'm on. You're jumping way ahead. Oh, now. you go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but the girl drops the old alien off at the hospital after she hit him. And he's like trying to fit in with blood all over him, which was kind of funny. It's humorous. You know, it's not like, ah, yeah, all right. You know, it's just like, oh, that's silly. But someone throws a bottle at his head at one point in time. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like walking around. He hobbles off into an alleyway where he meets a homeless guy, the Julius guy, Mm -hmm. who gives him like some clothes and they become friends. And then they go to drink together, (laughs) which is kind of fun. You know, like um, he takes him to like a a mission place. It's what they call him in the city Uh where you can go to get food. uh, And there's a bunch of homeless people that are sleeping outside of the mission. So they could be first in line to get food in the morning. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up, they go get food. And like one of his buddies comes in and is being a dick to both Julius and fucking uh, Bob, the alien, which we find out his name is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll call him Bob from here on out. Dude drops a fucking a mouse. And it looked real. It did look real. He put a dead mouse in his fucking soup. Uh-huh. And, of course, alien Bob is, like, fucking doesn't know what he's doing. So he starts to eat his soup following Julius's lead because he's doing everything that Julius does. And he puts the mouse in his mouth and starts chewing it up. And it was like, Ugh! 
It looked real. That was that was pretty heinous right there. And then fucking Julius is like, yo, dog, what the fuck? It's like, spit that shit out. And he spits it on the other guy. And uh, which I thought was pretty. That was a a moment in the film that was like kind of cool. Later, they all go to have a drink, you know, and he's like, I don't give a fuck about working these slaves out here fucking trying to make a, you know, working the job and being told what to do all the fucking time. (laughs) But he's like, but this is all I need. And he starts drinking a bottle and Julius hands it to the other white guy who is like, you know, the dickhead that had the mouse. And then he drinks it. And then he hands it to uh, Bob and Bob fucking downs the whole goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're like, what the fuck, man? And then Bob starts shaking and freaking out. And they're like, what's wrong with him? And his face and hands are distorting. And he's like ready to pop. But he doesn't pop this time. He <laughs> he just grabs Julius's head, snaps it and pulls it off while the other guy runs. That's so weird. Yeah. And then I guess pulled his own head off and put that one on at some point. You figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Yeah. Which, you know, they kind of cut a lot out of there. I think it's because of the, you know, the rating. Sounds like they got, they probably cut a, a large portion of that out of there. Mm-hmm. Two decapitations in one scene. Right. It's kind of funny. Right. I'm wondering if it would have been a little bit better. Anyway, he's just like, when he turns into this, an- to, to the Julius alien, Bob alien, Julius alien now. He's like, just, it makes no sense. I just don't know what the fuck. So the the serial killer's in the hospital because the female cop shot him. And uh, this is the part where he tricks the other female cop who's like watching him because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's in the hospital. So he tricks her to come over and he, then he like chokes, chokes her and gets her to pass out, grabs the keys and ties her up and rapes her. Which I was like, they didn't even need to do that. I thought she was just knocked the fuck out. I thought she was dead, actually. Yeah, I did too, but he didn't kill her. Right. But I think they did that so the other female cop could go and see her and they could have a conversation and know that well, okay, so what's weird is like after the rape scene, so the serial killer like got dressed into her cop uniform and put on her makeup yeah and then brawl and all yeah and just walked out of the hospital i mean do your thing but he's a serial killer guys all right (laughs) so put that into perspective here a little bit it's weird they're they're (laughs) i don't know what i don't know what the fuck i think they were trying to do like a uh sort of homage to um psycho which is also kind of an homage to ed gein in some ways with his mother complex and stuff you know I thought he was just trying to escape from the hospital no, without being noticed. Because remember, Ed Gein always wanted to be like his mom, and he mm-hmm. would like wear nipple belts and shit like that. I don't. Which is weird. <laughs> this guy did not seem like a serial killer. First of all, let me just tell you, he just seemed like he seemed like he should have been selling hot dogs on the street corner. <laughs> he seemed like, like really? the kid in fucking Breaking Bad, bitch. Like with like a clowny act, like clowny vibe about him. Yeah, it was just dumb. Yeah. But this is, you know, this is where the movie just tanks, by the way. It's, like, mm-hmm. already downhill at this point, and it's just, like, there's some, like, pointless talks with all these different people. The detective Pierce and her partner, literally pointless. Uh-huh. The serial killer is hunting the cop to her house and does the whole circle, you know, in a hole in the window, you know, with the suction cup, <laughs> right, which I haven't seen it. since cartoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Pink Panther shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he breaks it out of there. It was in Hudson Hawk, too, I think. Mm-hmm. A pig is an animal with mud on his face. <laughs> Best thing about that movie, by the way, is that that whole 
break-in thing. But, uh-huh. uh, but she's like dead asleep and he pulls out a knife, but she shoots him through t- three times through the covers. And at this point, we're wondering if the alien will come back. But apparently the autopsy lady says that the body is still alive. And sure enough, the headless body, the alien, grabs the autopsy lady in that room for some reason. They don't explain why. And the the alien lady starts feasting on the dead body of the serial killer. Mm-hmm. And they shoot, shoot her multiple times. And then <laughs> her partner also finally believes her, by the way. But the alien takes on, because he was like totally not having any of this alien nonsense. At all. He was like this trophy. older fucking dude, throwaway character. He was just there to just defy her mm-hmm. every fucking instant. Every step of the way. Yeah. Uh, two movies in common here. I was yeah. <laughs> trying to knock the gold trophy out of their Jesus. hands each time. <laughs> oh, my God. But she wasn't She wasn't good in this movie at all. Radong Chong has done so much better work I than know. this. It's sad. It was terrible. Um there was a but it keeps like like the funny thing is is that the alien takes on the serial killer's head and then she shoots it and beats it with a fire extinguisher but it just keeps writhing around and then another cop shoots it and he's like it's dead now and i'm like yeah right i started laughing the the guy shot it yeah he's like bang 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 he's like it's dead now god damn it You did. I think you did skip a really good scene. There was one when the uh, Bob or whatever he goes to the doctor's house, and there's a neighborhood dog. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, you're and, right. And so there's this dog, and both of us were like, "Don't rip the dog's heads off!" And he fucking ripped. And the I was dog like, "It'd be off. a lot cooler if he did." <laughs> and he put the dog head on, and that be was a lot that cooler really if cool. he did. That was really cool. Him yeah. running around with a dog head on. Well, it was very short lived, though. Yeah, and it really was so fast I think that, that you, yeah, you breeze right over it. I think that part of the reason why is because the makeup effects on it didn't look good. Yeah, they really didn't. And they didn't want you to see it because it was very hard to see. It literally busts out a fence mm-hmm. and then you see like two snippets of it. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, like, oh my God. Yeah, they're like it. a second long, maybe two seconds at mm-hmm. most. So, I mean, while it's cool, it's very short-lived. They really should. You know who should remake this movie? Frank Henenlotter. Is that the guy who did Psycho Goreman? No, he's the one that did uh, Basket Case and Brain Damage. What was the last movie he did? Basket? Oh, he's, I... He hasn't done movies in a long time. Yeah, yeah, he is. He did uh, Bad Biology and something else recently. Well, I think the guy who did Psycho Goreman should remake this movie. I mean, that would be fun. Like, it probably would be the better tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I, as a director, would not want to be stuck in the, oh, I'm just going to remake this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, I know. I'm, we're just talking. See, like... see Frank Cantelotter, he wouldn't give a shit. He would just be like, all right, I'm, I'd do that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Frank Cantelotter could handle it. He probably wouldn't get the budget that he would need to make it better. Right. He wouldn't get no $2 million. That's for goddamn sure. I really like the title, The Borrower. I get it. It's cool. Like, it's, it a, cool. it's a it's cool, cool concept. It's cool. It, like, it could be remade into something better. Yeah, it totally could. Um, I mean, that was the end, though, right? That they, was the end. They yeah, haul the like, alien body off, and the detective has visions of the ambulance being overtaken by the alien headless guy, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it just it did not flow well for me at all. Right, it didn't. I would choose the other movie over this any day. Any day. I would actually buy oh, the yeah. other movie. I didn't like either of them. 
honestly. I mean, they're both not great, but I mean, it's fun. Like, it's kind of fun to talk about, right? We had a good time talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, fucking, we make fun of shit, you know, have fun with it. <laughs> anyway, guys, what did you think of these movies this week um i hope you enjoyed them or if you didn't at least enjoyed our company about it and uh did you agree with anything that we said or disagree did you think the borrow was way better than we're giving it credit maybe you have some nostalgia for it that we didn't get uh when we were kids but uh this was your first time seeing it my second or third time i think because they used to have it on like cinemax or hbo back in the day Mm -hmm. every so often so um but yeah, let us know what you think in the comments section down below. Next week, of course, we're not going to be here. We're actually going to be taking off. We were going to do Candyman and Candy the original, the original Candyman, and then we were going to do the 2021 one. But, you know, unfortunately, we won't be able to do that this week. So I don't know. We'll maybe have to do it in the future as a, as a hey, we missed this one kind of episode. But, you know, things are really hectic right now, as we've already explained to you guys. And it's probably best I have a little extra time and you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so we just don't want to promise something and then not have it. So we'd rather just say, we're not going to be here next week. But what we will be doing is, despite all the bad shit or good shit, we're going to be behind the scenes trying to bust our ass to put together a great Voidtober. Uh, save your money now if you are thinking of buying a t-shirt a mug. I think these designs are the best we've had. Yep. Um, we'll have plenty of different things to have. And just remember, any of the help you support us with this, I mean, we pretty much tried to price everything so that it would give us just the same amount for everything that you would buy for the most part. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously some things cost extra money to make on print on demand. But, you know, whatever you can help out with will really go a long way to help us out to get back on track, to watch more movies, to do more events, to do more giveaways mm-hmm. so that we can give back to you guys who have been nothing but the best. So I hope you understand our little break here and I uh, will miss you guys, but uh, definitely check out our YouTube. I'll be still putting up some videos for that. So that'll maybe tide you over. And if you haven't listened to some old episodes, Hey, this is the perfect time to check them out and get caught up. So But other than that, thank you guys so much for for understanding and for coming by this week. We'll see you in another week. And as always, long live the point.